Scott Scott and Todd, May 27th, 2020. Bro Pod of May. Just blew the levels out of my face. Yep, so did I. Great minds <laughs> think alike. Um, your COVID resource here, the Bro Pod, coming at you again. Very excited about last week's pod. Got a lot of good feedback on the Clark and Michael breakdown. Um, haven't heard directly from Michael Sarah or Clark Duke, but we did at them in our uh, post on the gram. Don't at me, bro. Don't at me, bro. But we added, we added them. Is that the past tense of to at someone to, if you added, added? Who cares? Who knows? Um, So anyway, so that's pretty exciting, but we got a brand new, uh, fresh episode coming at you right now. I want to start by asking you because you didn't answer my, you didn't answer my question. Shut up. Exciting. What'd you say? I'm in a mood tonight. I'm in a Boy, mood I can tell. tonight. You never answered my question that I asked you just moments before we started recording. What are you drinking? Are you an old man now? Is that prune juice? What is that? Guava nectar. Guava nectar. Man, you know what I love? Guava. It Guava. is fucking delicious. It looked very thick. It is juice. thick. Okay. And you're okay with that. I feel like that would bother me. Oh, that doesn't bother me. You're down with it the thickness? It doesn't bother me, no, no, no. What? All right, so let's address this before we continue. What is this mood <laughs> you're in? Because it's going to just annoy the <laughs> I don't know. I'm just... Uh, <sighs> I'm excited. Have I think it's coming up. But uh, yeah. have you have you heard about the play-in tournament for the NBA? I have, Ooh, yes. Oh, boy. I'm fucking pumped for that. I hope that they is, do that. Not that the play-in, the... Uh, what are they calling it? The the sort of round robin World no, Cup it's a, style. It's a, yeah, it's a round robin tournament oh, for the lower seated teams to make the playoffs. Yeah, we'll oh. get that, that. That let's do the little tease there. We'll get to that. Um, now. I'm excited about that because God if, knows if we start there, we'll end up doing 74. If that happens, chef's kiss. Yeah, it's just one one potential idea. But I want to start. I, I want to go. Uh, Actually, completely backwards on this list. I don't know if you see the most updated version. But here during the COVID-19 scenario that we find ourselves in, yes. a lot of people are doing self, well, self-reflection, self-improvement, things of that sort. A lot of people that may not have otherwise been big into exercising and other things are doing exercising. Mm-hmm. As we have chronicled in this podcast, low these many years that we've been doing this, You've Chronic had your, what? your bouts with with exercising, yes, your attempts yes. to exercise. Mm-hmm. I know, and we'll get to more, more to it in a minute. I know you're doing other things around the house and things of that sort, but have we started doing, aside from drinking guava nectar juice, have we started doing more things from a, an exercise perspective to, to help ourselves? Um, I've thought about it, but no, I have not done anything. <laughs> I went the so far as is is to right look direction. up uh, body weight exercises, meaning <laughs> no, 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 meaning not having weights, just using your own body weight. Using your own body weight. I, I know what you meant. I know weights. what you meant. Yeah. Um, and I found a routine, supply. but because usually they're like, there's, you know, this sort of H-I-I-T, I think that's what it is, the high intensity sure. stuff where you can high do it for like interval training. Yeah. 10 to 20 minutes a day. I was like, perfect. But I haven't done it yet, no. <laughs> so you've Although, researched it. Yeah. 
Uh, digging shit in the yard nearly killed me the other day. No, that's a good workout too. Yard work can definitely, but that's more that you do that sort of stuff and it just hurts you. Like you, yeah. Like you said, so back pain. We'll, we'll get to it in a minute. But I was digging yeah. up grass in the backyard, and then, um, you know that wagon that I have. I do. The go- I is loaded it called a that. Gorilla? What's that? Is that what it's called? Isn't it called the gorilla? The gorilla wagon, I believe. You can purchase it on yeah. Amazon. Yeah. Our affiliate link, I'm sure, in Great the product. comments. Yeah. Um, it is a good product. Uh, that I filled up with a huge mound over the top, and I realized that the tires were low on air, which I, because they were like, mm. <laughs> they were sort of flat on the ground. I was like, that's not good. Because I looked at the weight limit, and it says the weight limit is 1,200 pounds or 500 pounds for dumping, and I was like, fuck, maybe I'm close to that. I don't think I was anywhere close to that, but I just no. hadn't I hadn't pumped up the tires since I purchased it, which was, I don't know, two or three years ago. A while ago. ago. Yeah, yeah. And just the natural deflation had occurred, but I didn't realize, because I don't usually put super heavy shit in there. I usually carry branches sure. and stuff around when I'm clearing hang on, hang stuff on. or whatever. Hang on, I'm going to stop you right there. The one time I helped you, or the one time we used the Gorilla Wagon, we put in the heaviest thing I've ever tried to pick up and move in my <laughs> life, which was a gigantic stone wheel or whatever the hell it was. It was a rock, I felt like yeah. it was a gristle mill or something. Yeah, the rock, yeah. So I disagree yeah. that you don't put heavy stuff in there. The no, 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 no. I didn't say never there. put heavy stuff. I said I okay. generally don't put generally, heavy stuff in there. I got you. Okay. So I had this big-ass pile of dirt, and with the flat wheels, uh, this was a heaping mound to fill the wagon. Pulling sure. that thing across the uh, across the yard because I was digging up dirt in one side of the side of the yard and dumping it dumping it on the other side of the garage. So clear across my property, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's probably like twelve hundred feet or something, maybe. I don't, maybe less. 12? I think it's more than that. <laughs> you think... <laughs> so you're saying it's four hundred yards from the back corner of nah, your yard. Nah, maybe it's maybe it's one hundred fifty the... yards. You're right. No, it's nowhere close to that. But yeah, it, no, it, whatever. No, no. From yeah, because like I'm taking it, yards. taking it past my garage around that little trail down sure. to dump there, down there. Anyway, so pulling that, I felt like I was in like the strongman competition where they're just pulling sleds. <laughs> like it was heavy as shit. And I think the fact that the tires were deflated made it way worse because I filled it up probably about three quarters as much today. And mm-hmm. I after I had. An, reinflated the tires and it just sure. zipped along like no big deal like it was heavy but it was nowhere near as like taxing as it was with the soggy wheels if you will yeah i've um just not not that long ago I'm, i was moving stuff from my backyard to my trash can area with a regular wheelbarrow whose tires were a little flat and same thing after that first run i went and reinflated them it's it's like a different machine yeah it's, it's crazy how much of a difference different. that makes i mean it sort of makes sense but not really i'm surprised it makes that much difference right right i understand but anyway so you're saying so that is the that, workout you've considered that is that recently has been the workout i've been doing because okay. it does work up quite a sweat and it's more than sure. zero effort but that you realize give. the the hit the high intensity interval training is also generally an anaerobic exercise as well so that would be different from what you're doing Maybe it's aerobic. Aerobic, aerobic. No, I think it's anaerobic because you're doing like reps of stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. So, <clears throat> I, I haven't any minutes, plans for cardio. Yeah, no, I know. 
the well, most most boring of exercises. I feel your daughter was the driving force in you doing any cardio, and even that led you to doing no cardio. So <laughs> I got so lucky. So now that... the two times I was supposed to join her for a 5K run, the first time she said, I want to do it with my, she said, with her mother, with my mom. wife. Yeah. So I was like, sweet, because I had not trained. This time, <laughs> I was set to do it. So I was like, man, I need to start doing that. Then COVID hit, and I was like, Fuck, this isn't happening. So See, I didn't folks, have to there are for that silver linings with the pandemic. There are silver linings everywhere. That was Not definitely out of silver exercise. lining for me. So lazy. So very, very lazy. Um, they, we were supposed to do a virtual one. Like they were supposed to run it on their yeah, own. Sure. But I was like, you should run it with her. I was like, that's not going to happen. She didn't even really want to run it. She, We took some photos. Because they're supposed to do it in their shirts and sort of so take you photos. staged she re- the virtual run. Yeah, yeah. I That's think everybody terrible. else did too. She like most of the other people just took pictures of themselves in the t-shirt. I I did the uh, the sort of auto the multi-frame snap where you yeah, just hold down the button shots. and it takes pictures yeah, yeah, yeah. as she ran around the curve on the road. But she ran like again. I'm going to use my estimating here. Maybe a hundred feet. <laughs> Okay. It was not so very ran, far. She ran 30 like of the 5,000 meters she was supposed to run. I understand. I'd like to think some kids actually ran the full 5K. Uh, maybe. But, like, if you're quarantining, it's hard to, like, find a full go. 5K route. Like, that's not a not a short... I mean, it, it is a short distance. But, well, I'm just saying, like, if you're not going to a park... Right. And you don't have a safe 3.1 mile route near your house. It's hard to find that. So that you drive loop. somewhere. You have a green belt. We've discussed this on previous podcasts. Yeah, yeah, lane. yeah. But I think people, like we at least, are trying to avoid that. The parks are shut down. Open now, but like people are not social distancing. Yeah, no, they're not in my so local park either. If it's you care at all about your safety and don't want to become a vector for a new outbreak of disease you might want to avoid that especially in running what what are you laughing about a vector for a new outbreak of disease yeah you could be patient you're actually one i guess since you would be getting it from someone but right you'd have to catch it somewhere anyway all right, so you were lazy and you're passing that on to your daughter. Good to know. Okay, so... <laughs> she, I think she likes running sort of, like, uh, similar to me when I was a kid, like, she's active, she's in pretty good shape, and she's fit, mm-hmm. but she's not, like, dying to run around. Like, she'll run around as part of something, but, like, I right. never enjoyed just running. Correct. I've been to plenty of your soccer games where you sat there at midfield, no, 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 no. I was happy to <laughs> run as as needed in the game. And in practice, I like doing that too. But sure. I don't like running for no purpose. That's always been my struggle. I see. Well, create a purpose. You're a creative person. <sighs> Generate a purpose for your running. My brain's too smart to fall for that. Ah. Uh, my intelligence is what keeps me from exercising. That's stuff. what it is. Runners are stupid <laughs> because they don't understand that they're. I don't think they're no stupid. Reason. I think you just you have to do it for what does everybody say? Like three weeks, six weeks, get over that sort of hump that it, you're miserable, and then you just kind of get into a groove. I think that's true with any exercise, not just running. 
True, but it, it but if like if I'm playing soccer and I'm out of shape, which would be the case, like Correct. I would be breathless and tired. But at least parts of it are fun because I enjoy that. Sure, running is not fun to me. So like I'm if by the grace of God or something, I actually stuck to it for three weeks. <laughs> I might find it tolerable, but I don't, there's no like inherent joy in it for me that I'm like, oh, this is fun. Sure. I really enjoy doing this. Sure. As as my good friend, one of the groomsmen in my wedding, and uh, one of my college roommates, Rohan, once said, he played he played tennis in high school, and he was always like, you know, he knew that I was a runner. I was on cross country track team, and he was like, I just don't get it. I don't know how you can run for that amount of time. He's like, running in tennis is a punishment. If you do something wrong or, you know, you have a bad, whatever you're, I don't know. Yeah. If you screw up, you're serving well that day. Yeah. You have to run around the tennis court. (laughs) He's like, so that's, that, that is forever in my mind. So I'll never be a runner. Although to be fair, years later, he and I, when he lived in DC, I was visiting him once and we went on a run and he was, he was trying to get into it and uh, trying to turn his life around. So it is possible. Yeah, I know. I mean, I see people that have not run, get into it and really um thrive at it i just yeah it's just it's just and this isn't the appeal for me it's a mental thing i think to get it's just but it's just so easy all you need are shoes and you can walk out the door and participate in the sport it's a solitary sport which to your point a lot of people don't like they want to play baseball or basketball or soccer or football but you don't even need a ball all you need is a pair of shoes and you need a pair of shoes for all those other things i just mentioned too so yeah yeah i don't i don't mind the solitariness of that i think that's actually what people enjoy they can sort of like sure clear their heads lost in their thoughts yeah like sort of like i well i was going to say like when i cut Here the grass but generally now i'm listening to a podcast so i'm not like left alone with my thoughts right do you listen to music or podcasts when you run i do have a uh iPod Shuffle, I believe, the tiny one that like clips onto your yeah, yeah. waistband that I haven't uploaded new music to in probably 12 years. But oh my yeah, so I do when I'm running by myself, I do that. But I often run with Stella, the dog. And recently, Jamie has been going with me on runs as well. If I run with them, I don't have anything in my ears for Stella, for her own safety. For hours. Hey, can Jamie keep up with you or do you slow your pace way down? No, no, no. I slow way down. I, I generally will run a couple miles before or after Gotcha. I run with her so I can get in the, the workout for the day. So that's more of a social run with her, whatever. Spousal run. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm obviously I'm trying to encourage her to, to do it. She's tried it a couple times and she's ready, willing, and able to try it again. So I'm that's good. ready, willing, and able to help. Yeah. And she's doing other stuff too. Some other. Yeah. Things. No, when I. At my last job, there was definitely a guy there who, like, one of the things that he liked about where we worked is, like, you know, he's like, anybody can buy a pair of running shoes if you go to the outlet. They're, like, 50 bucks or whatever, mm-hmm. and you can mm-hmm. change your life, which I was like, all right, settle down. But um, <laughs> it's sort of like what you were saying. Like, you can get it. He's like, and that'll last you 300 miles or whatever. <clears throat> he's like, yeah, anyone can access. just get a pair of shoes and start running, yep. which I know is true. But yeah, it, the reason I don't run is not equipment or it's just motivation and, and or interest. Mm. So. Gotcha. Anyway, so it's a, it's a big hurdle. It's a big, big, 
big uh, hill to climb. Well, that's your fucking problem. You're running over hurdles. You don't need a hurdle when you run. Just run (laughs) down the road. Sands hurdles. Jeez, if I'd known that, I could have told you a long time ago. That's the issue. Uh, Okay, so so you're considering a hit thing, but by considering, I just mean you did marginal research and you're probably not going to do it. Got it. Understood. Um, Okay. I'm I'm looking for something that I can get into, that I can ease into. Nothing seems to work that way. It's all like bust your ass and be miserable for a couple of weeks and then you'll sort of get used to it. Well, but uh, which is kind of what exercising is, but not to belabor this issue, but what would be the motivation for exercising period for you? Is it general health? Is it weight loss? Is it feeling better about yourself? All of those things. Feeling better. Although this thing where people say that they feel better when they exercise, I've never had that. Even when I've been in better shape, like. Like I said, I enjoyed playing soccer and doing stuff like team mm-hmm. sports. Like I enjoy skiing. It doesn't really feel like exercise to me, although now it does because I'm more in shape. But <laughs> like uh, I've never gotten that like, oh, I feel better after I exercise. Hmm. Really? That's interesting. Not even back in high school when you were a soccer participant. No. Nah. Hmm. Maybe it's just not for everybody. That's strange. I, like, I, I don't. I don't know if it's like I'm expecting too much or. Oh, I'm sure that's true. <laughs> um, There's no doubt. My or mind I, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't think I haven't. I don't think I'm unique or anything. I think people are just no. like, oh, yeah, yeah, I feel better after exercise. And I'm like, eh. all I do is <laughs> dread it. And then when I'm doing it, I'm dreading it and counting the seconds until it's over. That's the worst thing, especially mm-hmm. on runs. I'm like. All I do is constant because when you start out, they're like run for like 15 minutes. So I'm just looking at my watch and or phone, whatever, constantly sure. like how much longer do I have to do this? Like treadmill. That's all I ever do is like I have to put it. I'm one of those people who has to put the towel over it so I can't look at the timer because all I do is like <laughs> uh, I can see if I can not look at it for like 30 seconds. OK, maybe right. just 10 seconds. Like I'm constantly like, when is this torture going to be done? Well, which is why, I, you know, and I try not to run on treadmills whenever I can, but certainly when I travel for work or used to travel for work, um, stay in hotels and stuff like that. That's why I appreciate that the many treadmills nowadays, the pre-core is the brand name, I think, have the TV in there. Which yeah, the, the TV's fine, but then I just do like, let me run this segment until they come to a commercial. Mm. Or then I'll just be like, oh, I just ran a commercial that was probably a 15, maybe a 30. Like, I I'm just, yeah, yeah. I'm constantly like, how long have I been doing this? No, but that's, I, that's actually a good sign. I, I do that sometimes too. You're breaking it up into, into, you know, digestible segments for yourself. That's true. As because short like, as they may be. When I, when I ran on the treadmill at the gym, we were members of a gym for a while and actually went for a couple months, but were members for a few years. Um, <laughs> like when I would do the, tre- when I would do the, the treadmill or the elliptical, I would oftentimes do like the weight loss program, which uh, ended up being like a slower than a more intense than slower back and forth. And you would do each one. And it would change the incline too, right? Yeah, it depends. I mean, you could set it for different things. I mean, I would set it as at an incline and run, but not like super intense. Anyway. Sure. But I would, uh, I would know that each one lasted, say, two minutes i think the whole program was like 30 to 35 minutes with like a five minute cool down and i'd be mm-hmm. like 
All right, I know that I, I, I would already break it into those little chunks and be like, I'll have to run hard for like another 20 seconds. Oh, thank God. You're getting out of breath just thinking about it. That's sad. Yeah, just that, that was me. That was me acting it out. That's me using my theater training uh, that I don't have. The Thespian to, uh, to, Todd. To really <laughs> sell the point. Yeah, no, I, uh, the treadmill or the dreadmill, as many call it, is, uh, it is tough. There's all sorts of things you can do I, to... I mean, I guess Surviving. people like running outside more because they're you can look around and see stuff, right? Like scenery. Just, yeah, yeah. Of course. I guess I just need. I think where I live doesn't help either. Like if I were to do that, the the one time last two years ago, whenever I tried to run a little bit, I always ran basically in the same area, like down the same cul-de-sac and back. Yeah, yeah. I don't feel like I have a good place to run you don't you don't live in a great area <laughs> for that i'm not gonna lie as i've run from your house many times but um it's it's doable i know and it's doable or, yeah it's just effort and willpower sure effort. sure and or you know Already when and if set. things get back to normal you know where you work is a pretty great area wait i said that wrong but no, that 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 harbor area is yeah yeah that would be a much better place to run. So there's a situation where you just have to commit to it, take some stuff, and at the end of the day, you know, or I don't know if you have gym facilities at your work, you could do it midday or something. We do, but you have to pay for them. Oh. Well, small sacrifices, <laughs> small sacrifices. Yeah. Um, but that's what I used. I mean, when I you know lived in Greenville for years. That's how I got the majority of my miles in is after work. Yes. I go out to my car. I take a little snooze depending on the time of year. And then I'd go run. Wait, you take a nap and then go downtown run. Greenville. Oh, hell yeah. Fucking I haven't talked about that. On, I'm sure I've talked about it on the podcast, but there would be days where I'd, especially in the summer, I'd leave work till like five thirty six, sometimes even later than that. And I go out to my car and I'd, I'd, you know, I'd always take a little nap. Sometimes it was 15, 20 minutes. Sometimes it was an hour or more. But there were days where in the summer, because it was so warm, I'd roll the windows down, but I fall asleep in my car and I wake up and it was dark. It's like, well, <laughs> I guess I guess I still got to run. Runs now. out of the question today. No, I'd still run. I'd, I'd go. Oh, I'd go Jesus. for a run out in the dark. So wait, would you? You'd run and then drive home sweaty? Well, I kept a towel in my car to put over oh, my seat. That is not appealing to me. I do not want to drive home sweaty. Well, to each their own. And I, it wouldn't be as big a deal now because I have leather seats, but I had cloth seats back then. And I, Get nothing is less appealing stanky. to me. Nothing is less appealing to me than sitting in a, on a cloth seat with sweat because I know it's just oh seeping in. Yeah. And the smell will never leave. Making your car a big, funky a big locker stank room stank. And look, my car was, you know, it, it rarely smelled super fresh. I'm not saying it smelled bad. <laughs> I'd always leave the windows down at night in the garage or whatever, but... You know, again, small sacrifices. Like I said, that's the name of the game. So anyway, point is Todd's never going to run, but that was a good running discussion. So yeah, what you did do... For those of you who who are interested in running, maybe that'll help you. Yes, indeed. I hope we've helped someone. Not going to help me, but... But what you did do this weekend, I saw several pictures. I don't think I've seen a completed product picture. Maybe it's not done yet. Not done is yet. You, okay, well, that's probably why. Is you installed a fire pit in your backyard. Now it's ironic because Jamie and I were just talking about that this past weekend. I don't think we do quite what you are, are doing or in the midst of doing, but we were at least having that conversation. So 
explain what you did. So <clears throat> we uh, we or we purchased a metal fire ring, which I recommend because it's one of the cheaper options, and I actually like the way it looks. Okay. Um, they had three sizes. Exactly? It's basically just uh, steel that comes in sort of curved parts, and they give you the bolts, and you bolt it together. It's 12 okay. inches tall. I don't remember what the gauge on the steel is, but it's pretty hefty. It's like a eighth inch thick. Did you get those off Amazon or Lowe's? Uh, I, I'll tell you in a second. Oh. Um, you bolt it all together. They have three diameters, and we we actually we have a pretty big space that we're making for it. And we put the ring down, <clears throat> and we lit a fire last weekend because we had some people over that have also been quarantining, so we've determined them safe. Um, I mean, we weren't... Did you check <laughs> their know. temperature when they arrived? It doesn't matter. You can be asymptomatic. I mean, they don't really go out. We don't go out other than grocery store, so we determined yeah, that it's an acceptable risk. You got a little, little eventually. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we had them over. We, I mean, we weren't, like, touching, but we were sitting. <laughs> at, we were at times closer than six feet. Sure. Um, well, originally, like, just as a quick aside, like, the whole idea was you would quarantine for two weeks, and then you could have a group of friends who would also quarantine, and you could hang out with those people. They sort of ditched that idea at some point, I yeah. guess, because no one's – absolutely quarantined for two weeks sure and you're you're always going to come into contact with other people and then whatever so uh we did that so we burned a fire and then what we're going to do is dig dig up the grass in sort of a circle the radius is about like eight and a half or the yeah the radius is about eight and a half feet so about 16 17 feet in diameter okay and we have the fire ring in the middle we're going to put down weed blocker I, i'm almost done digging up all the grass Put down weed blocker and then gravel, not gravel, but rocks. Sure. I wanted to do pavers. My wife is like, let's just do rocks, which is definitely easier, but we have to have them delivered because it's a shit ton of rocks because it's like 225 square feet is ish. Okay. 30 square feet. So. Following? Buying it by the bags is. Very expensive. Going to be expensive and just, we have to make like four trips to Lowe's or something probably. Um, so I also bought some metal edging. They have like garden edging that you can sort of bend. And I've, I've, I got some of the orange, uh, like lawn paint, spray paint. That's like a shoot straight down to carve oh, yeah. out the arc. Sure. So I set the, I set the, uh, the fire ring and we have some rebar that from the old owner, put a piece of rebar in the center and then did a string the length I wanted and sort of traced out a circle. Use that as right. my own compass. Made your own compass. Um, yeah. and, and painted on the ground and then I've been digging out the grass mostly last weekend and I haven't really done it this week during work. Um, and we have to get the, the rock delivered and we're going to buy some furniture and then we'll have our little fire ring. I bought some lava rock to put in the bottom of it, but the fire ring is nice. We got it from Cabela's. They also oh, okay. have them on Wayfair or all modern depending on the need. size. <laughs> it, yeah. it was like they were sort of some sizes were cheaper at Wayfair and some sizes were cheaper at Cabela's. Oh. Yeah, I got you. I ended up getting it Cabela's. So they have like three diameters, basically like, I think the one we got is actually 37, but like 36, 48, and 60. And I was like, oh, we'll get the 48, but Jeez. 48's fucking huge. And 60's like ridiculous. Yeah. That's <laughs> like the diameter? Yeah, if you're okay. getting like a, if wow. you're building a bonfire, I guess you might need 60 inches, but 
for most people, the fire pit is does not need to be that big. So you could easily buy one of these. You could put some lava rock or just dig a hole, and you can build a fire in it. You don't have to do anything else. You can put, like, the if you want more of a natural stone look, you can put that stuff around the outside. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing I've been told to be careful about is if you don't just do pavers because they're not, like... Unless you get, they're not usually fire bricks, so they can like explode if they get too hot. So whoa, good to know. Um, they ha they do sell kits, but I think they're like three or four hundred dollars that come with all the pavers mm. and like a little metal ring to hold it in place. Sure. So this was sort of cheaper, and we liked the look of it. So because we wanted a more minimalist, like I didn't, I didn't want a bunch of like froofy rock on there. I know we're filling yeah. it with with stone but the 60 the inches itself. 60 inches is five feet across yes it's like a, a short gigantic. human laying <laughs> yeah, in the middle of the fire we got the 37 inch it's Jeez. it's plenty big but like yeah. when you build a fire you need like maybe 24 <laughs> unless you're building right. a massive fire like right. i don't think we'll ever <laughs> fill it out to the edges with like wood because so you think your other- average like piece of firewood's probably like 18 yeah. inches or something. Yeah. So that's the other question is, have you already looked into getting firewood delivered? Uh, no, we have some of the old firewood under that tarp in the back, but it's been there for like four years. So yeah. I'm a little scared to take the tarp off of it. Yes. We have, we've purchased some firewood from like the grocery store. You can get those bundles of like, yeah. eight or 12 logs we might just yep. do that every time we want to do it like we have about one and a half because we burnt a half of one the other night gotcha um or we might just grab some sticks from the woods and just light them on fire i was about to say you are in a very wooded area you can always find a fallen um, tree and just chop it up yourself yeah well, there's the tree we could just chop up the tree that was a uh, paul bunyan that fell in our backyard there you go my wife's property. like you should we should cut that and make stools out of it. I'm like, first of all, it's fucking two feet, two and a half feet at the base. I'm like, I don't oh, have a wow. chain. Oh, I do have a tiny little chainsaw, but I don't have a That's chainsaw forever. that can cut through this. I don't have the ability, like, not the ability. I, I'm not, I'm not super confident, like, yeah, slicing expertise. a 30 inch diameter like log in half and knowing how right. it's gonna pinch. Like, I'm sure I could right. figure it out, but like. Maybe not the first thing I want to break my chainsaw out with, <laughs> assuming I spend three hundred dollars on a chainsaw or two fifty or whatever they cost that sure. would be big enough to cut through that tree. So I'm like, then I, then I'm crafting furniture. Plus that thing's like if I if I take a eighteen inch segment of that, it's gonna weigh like one hundred fifty pounds or something. Yeah. What? And and are you? Does she think you're building the legs out of the I tree don't, as I don't well? Know what the fuck she's talking about? I'm like, yeah, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> It seems like quite a project. That's like me saying, oh, look, there's scrap metal over there. Let's build a car. No, that's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a bridge it's, too far. I was like, all right. It's a giant project. Um, what was I going to ask about the... Oh, so did your pyromaniac tendencies come out when you were setting up the fire? Like, did you put the newspaper underneath and then put the small kindling and then the bigger pieces and then the chunks? I mean, my Boy Scout training helped. I tried to, we had sort of the the firewood that, you know, that you buy at the store, which was, and I tried using just some sticks that I found, but they were not lighting because they were damp. 
So sure. I basically, I have like a hatchet and I chipped off some of the edges to make some kindling. And after that, it worked fine. Yeah. Um, wet wood is, as you might have guessed, not easy to burn. So makes a nice crackle, um, but no, it does not burn very easily. You're right. Yeah. So once I got that, uh, that going, I mean, it, it was fun. Uh, obviously, once you get the fire going, it worked great. Easy, oh, easy. So I I've, I just looked up chainsaws. So you can get a 22-inch chainsaw on Amazon for 140 bucks, which seems surprising. So I don't know if it's any good. It's the bad. video is testing the cheapest chainsaw on Amazon. <laughs> um, That's what you want. Well, I think this guy's like, is this even worth using? Um, I yeah. have not watched the video, so... One of the comments does say it's lubricated with the tears of the sweatshop kids who built it. So <laughs> that's always fun. That's a great comment, though. Um, so, so I, I'm so, not planning on getting a chainsaw, although I do have some. No, so, sorry, one more thing about the chainsaw. Yeah, I bought. I wanted a uh, like a pole saw. You know those things for cutting high branches. Oh yeah. They yeah. typically look sort of like an arch and they have like a little thing on it and you looks like just... an apple picker or something. Yeah, yeah, it's just yeah, an yeah. extension. So like I was looking yeah. for one of those on Amazon and they have basically a pole saw chainsaw, which is basically a little chainsaw. The blade's probably like, I don't know, eight or ten inches long. And it's on an extension pole and you plug it in, and it's an electric chainsaw. So I was like, ah, oh, cool. But when I got it, it's like you need to get some chainsaw oil or something for mm. uh, chain oil. So I sent my wife to the hardware store to buy some. I was like, you know, I need to get some chain oil. She got a, like a fucking gallon of it. And I was like, why did you get so much? She's like, yeah, I figured you might need more than I was thinking she'd get like a little, like yeah, know, the, the half tiny a one. pint or something. Right. I was like, the amount you use is maybe like three ounces. And I have like 160 ounces. I'm like, there's no fucking way I'm ever going to use all this goddamn chain lube well what what <laughs> branches are you cutting down is this just general branch removal uh i don't i don't even remember what i got it for something and i used it for that I purpose assume. and I, it's i've used it to <laughs> cut down other little branches i mean it, like i said it's it's nice if you have like a small tree i i'd say it can cut maybe something like six inches in diameter i wouldn't go much more than oh, that it's not that's like pretty good i mean it, I it'll saying. rip through wood but it's just it's a small blade. It's not made for cutting down massive trees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you said it's it's electric, so you have to plug it in, right? So that limits yeah, yeah. Your you need an extension mobility. cord. I see. Do you have um, the giant eighty-seven inch or eighty-seven foot orange extension cord that every man I, uh, needs? I have a hundred. It's mine's neon green, okay. and uh, it's probably a hundred feet long. So okay. yeah, I can. I got some pretty good range. So I I. I don't know if you remember this from your construction days. There's, I forget what it's called. It's called like a daisy chain. Oh yeah. That they do on uh, tying up extension cords, and I was like, that's cool. Like I'd seen it on construction jobs, but I never knew how to do it. So I looked up how to do that on YouTube because mine were always getting tangled. I would just sure. sort of loop them together, uh, loop them around my from around my elbow arm, to my elbow. arm. Yep. or whatever and but they still kept getting in knots and i was like i want to do that other thing because a it looks cool looks like you know what you're doing sure. and it seems like it'll keep it out of the knots so i've been doing that for a couple months works really well actually not surprisingly yeah you can look up videos on how to daisy chain it's, it's not hard to do 
Also, you might come across some inappropriate videos. But yes, <laughs> Daisy Chain for extension cords is uh, yeah. is a thing. Just look it up. Look up. Yeah, make sure you put the extension cord part in there. <laughs> I don't even know what gross. I don't either, but I but I feel like I saw a South Park episode about you're it. So thinking. just be careful. Um, there's one more. So thing yes, oh, the, yeah, yeah, the fire pit. Um, yeah, yeah. We, where are we? We Progress. called a quarry. And the guy's like, just come out. Cause she's like, what kind of, my wife called and's like, what kind of rock do you have? You have to get like a two ton or order or something, which yeah. is about how much we need. That seems like a lot to me, but it seems like a lot. Yeah. Um, but they charge for delivery. Basically it's going to be about 200 bucks. And I don't, I don't know how much we'll get, but we'll get more than enough. I don't know what I'm going to do with the extra rock, but we'll have to find a place for that. Wait, so you're, you are getting it delivered or you're not? We are. You are. Um, okay. We have not. We need to go and figure out what kind we want. That's why you need to go. Okay. I see. So, yeah, my next step is to finish digging out the grass. I'm going to put down the metal edging and weed blocker, and then we'll order the, uh, hopefully we'll order the rock in the next day or two so they can deliver it early next week, and then I can just take a shit ton of wagon loads back and forth. One by I don't. One. I don't think it'll be that hard. It'll just be annoying. Um, spread that around, and then we're getting some outdoor furniture. That I'm going to purchase in like half an hour from IKEA. You should get uh, in half an hour. You should get well. Uh, so <laughs> IKEA is closed, but they have at certain locations they have it's called click and collect. But every time mm. I try to do that, basically it's pickup curbside pickup. Every yeah. time I do that, they're like, all the slots are filled for the day. So I'm hoping that it, oh, if I purchase it after midnight, I can pick it up the next day. I got you. Good luck with that. Um, you should get your children to help with the rock distribution. Just have yeah, them carry a few over at a time and throw them in the pit. <laughs> that that will not help much, but yes. No, but they'll be they'll feel like they took part. Yeah, yeah, they'll they'll help. They like. I assume they have pretending to help. Um, no, I mean, there's not much they, they could to do, do I something. I can't remember what it was. They, they liked making s'mores when we tested out the fire pit. Oh, so they're sense. into the idea. Right. I figure by the time we're done, it will cool down to like a chilly 75 <laughs> in the evenings. <laughs> it's like, I, I think I told you last week, it's been a very like mild cool spring. spring. So yeah, you did mention that. Um, this would have been the perfect time to have it, but we just hadn't gotten around to doing it. So now that that's all over. And I think let's... like looking at the weather, it is getting like the lows are going to be in the fifties sometimes. So if it gets down to 60, we could still sit around the fire, I think. Sure. Could be. So last question. Yeah, next, we'll next week, lows yeah. of 47, 49. I don't know what time that is, but it's probably two or 3 AM, but that's okay. If it gets into the 50s, that's perfect. Yeah. When Sorry. you were digging out this radius from the center of the fire pit, the grass. Yes. Was it like, was it difficult to keep a consistent depth? Like, how are you doing that? It looked very clean from the picture. Uh, I'm just, I'm using like a flat shovel and I'm basically sure. just uh, making sod out of the grass that was on there. Okay. Um, yeah, it's. I don't know how, if it's completely consistent. It just needs to be basically consistent. I mean, like I'm trying to just you know sort of get 
just below the roots of the grass. I don't have to get rid of the grass because we're going to put down weed blocker, but I figure mm -hmm. if I start with less grass, there's less yeah, chance better. that it'll grow through that because I don't want picking weeds out of like gravel is the worst thing in the world. That sounds um, So I'm trying to get as much of a sort of zero growth starting point. I might go through, I have one of those like, um, you know, there's like the two rakes, there's like the big fan leaf rake, and then there's the one, the heavy duty tine rake. I might go through yep. and rake it because that sort of evens it out and breaks up the dirt a little bit because our dirt's sure. fairly clayish. <clears throat> so I might do I that and that, yeah. sort of even out any like holes or anything. But even if it's not completely flat, I can, you know, the rocks will with the up. rocks, you can sort of level it out ish. Yeah. I think that'd be fun. So I'm not, I'm not too worried about that part. Very excited. Very excited for this addition to the home. And then as a final touch, my wife wants to add uh, little outdoor lights, like little uh, string lights. So really? we've, we've looked at some solar power, just like basically like Christmas lights, although she wants bigger globes. So maybe like a, an inch yeah. or two in diameter They're just called, to uh, add some ambiance yeah. outside the fire. They have a name. I'm literally looking at them right now. We we bought some for our back porch that we have not put on yet, but they have a name. <laughs> we have some that are plug-in, but we want to get they they sell them also that have like a solar panel that you can just solar power sure. them. So we don't have to run an extension cord to the house. That's gonna drive me nuts if I can't think of what they're called. Look it up. So they have a name. It's like a like, it's like a type of restaurant. No, but. I keep wanting to say barista, but that's obviously wrong. It's, I feel like it's something B. What do you, what do you, just the light? Do you want to know what they're called? Well, like when you string them, like you string them down from, you know, a roof type area to a, a handrail or something. It's, it has a name. I'll look it up in, in a second. I have let no me, idea me, what you're talking about. That, that's fine. I'll introduce a topic and you'll start blabbing about it. And I can go look at this box that's six feet away from me, but I can't walk away from this microphone. All right. So, fairy lights, firefly. No, I'll figure it out. Don't worry about it. All right. So, let's move on to what you teased forty minutes ago at the start of the episode, and talk about specifically the impact on sports with COVID. But more specifically, we'll go right into it now because your boy, Sibling the Dame, Dame Lillard, had some comments today. About his thoughts on no, it was NBA's, last week. It was like Friday. Was it last week, okay. I read an article today about it on the NBA's perspective idea of how they're going to get the season kickstarted. And essentially, he said that because there were talks about you know the NBA just coming back straight to the playoffs, and he's like, or doing a few games then going to the playoffs. And he said, I want no part of that if our if our team doesn't have a chance to earn their way into the playoffs. I guess right now they're the ten seed or the eleven. They're the seed, ninth seed. Like they're the ninth seed. Okay. So, so what he said to, was, yeah, yeah, if we ahead. come back and have, like, basically two weeks of regular season games or ten games or whatever, he said, if if the if the plan is to take the top uh, eight seeds in each conference and create playoffs, and my chance is no, my team has no chance of making the playoffs, I'll go to practice, I'll do the workouts, I'll be there for my team, I'll be on the bench, but I'm not going to play. Which right. I mean. Honestly, that makes sense. He's a top Doesn't 10 it? guy in the league. Like, you're going to get hurt for no reason. Like, they're, I don't remember how many games, they're like a couple games back from Memphis. So, like, 
depending on how many games they play, they probably couldn't make that up. They might be able to. It just depends on Memphis has yeah. the hardest schedule. So I don't know. I heard something today that said they probably wouldn't make it up, but I kind of feel like they could. Anyway, either way, if they're if they've already decided these are the teams that we're going to put in the playoffs, like why would he play these games? I mean, it's kind of like poor sportsmanship. But, People are like, "That's what well, I mean." He shouldn't like, get paid he... then, but I'm like, he doesn't care. He has plenty of sponsorship money, like two hundred yeah, grand or whatever that he's anything. not going to get for or yeah. less. Like, I don't think he gives a shit. He's but just he... like he, ba- he basically was saying it in my from my perspective as don't take away the motivation for the people and. In just outside of the playoffs, or even way outside of the playoffs, to play. Mm-hmm. Like get rid of it now. Only come back with the playoffs, or maybe some like warm up, but that could be amongst the thing. Or like really do it and let us have a chance to play. So, and again, I didn't read the article in full because I was like, oh, this will be something interesting to talk about. But I'm sure Todd's <laughs> keen on what's been happening here. So. Is he saying that he would do the the sitting out thing if there were as few as what as few as how many games? Like if there were eight or less, if there were twelve or less? I don't. I think. Well, I mean, so they've talked about maybe playing seventy two games. Uh, let me see if they okay. have the Blazers total. I think that's, that's probably like eight games for the Blazers, maybe. Yeah. Um. Sorry, I'm waiting to pull it up. Pull it up. Pull it up. So the Blazers are three and a half games out. What's their record? They are 29 and 37. For a total of? <laughs> 66. All right. Confirmed. Correct. Okay. So they, so like, they would normally I think have they talked about 72. Okay. Because so I heard 72 on Bill Simmons today, so... That's okay. six games. That's going to be hard to make up three and a half games in six Possible, games but total. very difficult. I agree. I mean, basically, the Blazers have to win at least four of six, and Memphis would have to lose the same number. Mm-hmm. Does that get us there? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I don't know but if that's they played. Tough. Memphis has only played 65 games, so they have an extra game. Whatever. Still challenging. Yeah, yeah, that's it's tough. Um, but the round robin tournament, the cup that they are discussing. Indeed. So one of the Very proposals, or sort of the proposal that people are excited about, and I've heard a couple podcasts about it, um, is taking the top twenty teams. So that would include twelve the from the west, from, eight from the east. Yeah, twelve from the from the west and eight from the east because the the west definitely has a a cluster there. Like mm-hmm. the Blazers are three and a half games back, so are the Pelicans, so are the Kings, and the Spurs are four games back. So like that twelve through eight, I mean, the Grizzlies have a pretty depending on how many games you play out. I mean, if it, yeah. if they were going to play out the rest of the season, I think those numbers could switch around a lot. Um, but there's that's a cluster that could easily swap around. Of course. Um, also, also in the West, like the four through seven seeds are also really close. They're separated by two and a half games. Mm-hmm. So anyway, 
Anyway, top 20 teams. Top 20 teams uh, would be divided into, I think, four tiers. So top, maybe five tiers. I think five tiers. So the top four teams would be in tier one, uh, tier two, tier... So the top four teams basically make the four groups. So the number one team gets, uh, plays against four, that's all right, four other teams um, from tier mm-hmm. two, three, four. One from each five. of the bottom four One from tiers. Each, yeah, yeah, so they're playing a team that's ranked five through eight, so on and so forth, down yes. through the rest of them. We get it. The, 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 <laughs> so this is by record, so it's, it's, uh, it's agnostic of conference. Mm-hmm. So and it's a round robin thing. They each team plays every other team twice. So it'd be eighty total games, and you basically advance by. You have to be one of the top two teams in your group. Sure. They said on average the play the first round of the playoffs has uh, yielded between like forty four to fifty six games, basically ever or since right. the seven game series so this would be yeah, more yeah. games the games i i mean to me i think would be way more exciting because you got you know there there's definitely going to be like a group of death or whatever where there's like of course. i think it's going to be in the middle the teams that are like the four or five teams those are going to be the yeah. they're going to be more clustered evenly yep. um so you're going to get some really cool matchups i i don't know i think it's going to make it would make what the first round way more exciting um, I guess the people that would be least excited about it would be the number one seeds. But the, if you like, there, there's a couple of different ways they've talked about how they fill the the groups. Like they said, maybe let the one and two seeds pick the groups, like pick who else is in their thing. Hmm, interesting. Um, but they still have to pick out of each bunch, so it wouldn't yeah, be yeah. just like <laughs> it would be sixteen seconds. through twenty with the. <laughs> I want all those teams. Yeah. <laughs> With with the uh, the Bucks and whatever yeah. with the Lakers, Lakers but, yeah. uh, so they each like they might have the worst teams. They've also talked about just doing a random lottery. I think that honestly it'd probably be about the same. Um, yeah. If there's a tie, it's it goes by normal tiebreakers. So being the number one seed, you have an advantage sure. because you have the best record. You're always going to win that tiebreaker in your group, and. As they were as uh, as they were saying on the podcast I was listening to today, if you're the number one seed and you can't beat like the twenty, the fifteen, then the twelve, and the to, six, to like anyway. yeah. if you can't get one of the top two slots out of that, you you don't deserve to be like yeah there anyway. So now, hang on, you, you just stumbled upon what my first question was because I had heard I had not heard the, the exact details of this. So top two teams from each segment. And then do they reclassify them and kind of go back I, to the normal thing? Yeah, I I haven't I haven't read the the sort of article about it. I don't. They de- I think they. I don't know if how they like re rank them for. I don't know if they like for the second round if they just go back to like sort to of the original season. standings. Yeah, I yeah, assume yeah. that's what it would be the regular season rankings. So yeah, if the Blazers were to make it out of their group, they would probably be the the eight seed or whatever. Um, and I, or whatever, I might be actually be the, 
they'd probably be like the 14th or 15th or even 16th seed because I think they're sure. they're going to do this group play and then they're just going to play uh, again uh, agnostic of conference. I think was the idea. Sure. Because I know that's something that I guess that's Adam something Silver's they've talked about for years. Was like get rid of the conferences. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, and like I guess Mark Cuban. <laughs> was like, well, what's the regular season for? And like, this takes away that. And uh, the sort of counter argument to that was like, well, this actually puts more value on the regular season because if you yeah, just take the top eight teams and, and you get rid of the conferences, which they're talking about doing, then like you've, you've lost a quarter of the season. Like you're not really, <laughs> you're not really giving much. Uh, right. Like, in in this thing, like Dallas, like I said, between Dallas and Utah, they're separated by two and a half games. Mm-hmm. Um, like you could easily, the Mavericks could go from seven up to fourth. Or yeah. if you think 16th spots, they could go from whatever they are now, like 12th to eighth or sixth or whatever they you know they could you right. could make some real jumps in here i mean i'm obviously excited about it as a blazer fan because it gives them the opportunity to play into the playoffs i think the first round games would be exciting they'd be probably like four games a day people yeah. are already starved for sports so there'd be like quality games i mean they wouldn't all be quality obviously some would be shit but it would be a march madness situation but you, there'd be, definitely be games like there'd be at least one good game every night or maybe two. Sure. And like all the games matter. So it's not like when they you definitely matter. when you have that, that, uh, bucks magic series, like who cares? No, no one's really concerned about how that's going to turn out. And <laughs> I do the... think that like the top seeds would still advance out of their rounds, but sure. there still could be some upsets if they're pulling from shit teams in their thing. Like who's the going to, like if they're taking the worst team out of all the other tiers, mm-hmm. who are the other, like who's going to be the second place out of that? You know what I mean? Yeah. You would think yeah. it would be the number five teams or whatever, but it yeah, might be, somebody, I, I it, might be the, it might be the 10 or whatever. It's, I just think it'd be interesting to like follow along. Plus it, uh, it also allows the, the Spurs to make the playoffs keep their record alive. <laughs> <laughs> 20-something years by coming in 12th place or whatever in the regular season, but still. Yeah, exactly. And and I don't think we mentioned this, but this would almost certainly, you know, originally everybody was talking Vegas, 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 but now it's almost certainly going to happen at in Walt Disney, Disney World in yeah. Florida. Um, not surprising. There's a whole bunch of connections there. ESPN, which basically owns the NBA. I mean, not literally, but you know what I mean. Shows all the games. Uh, and ABC are all owned and Disney are all kind of the same conglomerate. So it's all part of the mouse here. So that, that does make sense. And, you know, the, I, the, in that Dame article that I was reading today, they were talking about the families being involved as well and yeah, keeping everyone. They're kind of saying like people would have their families. I don't understand why you would bring your family. I know you have to be there for like two months or whatever. I mean, until yeah, I you get either. kicked out. So right. I, that yeah, seems weird to me. Yeah. I, I, I agree with that, but, but it's interesting that that's the first major sport who's considering either restarting or starting their season, presumably without fans, who is who I've seen at least an article talking about how they would include the families. Um, so that's that's something. They're you know not surprisingly Adam Silver. Yeah, I mean the way they're stepping in the right direction. 
I think they're serious about this. It sounds like there's obviously the. I think fans would love this because again, yeah. you get quality games every day for like a few weeks, sure. a month, whatever, however long it takes. Uh, probably not a month, but uh, yeah, probably like two two weeks. You have several games on a day. All the games matter theoretically. Yep. And you're gonna get some good basketball. It's. I think it'd be awesome. <laughs> but no, I, I I disagree with one thing you just said. I think they will. You said a couple weeks. I think it'll be solid. There may be a day or two where they won't have any games later on. Obviously, as you get closer to the finals or whatever. But because there's no travel involved. Yeah, they're all you know, in the same one, place. Yeah, there's that's one reason that there's sometimes two or three days, which is ridiculous, like in the finals between games. They might give them a day off when you get to the finals between games, but you don't need two well, this, days off. Well, this is, I mean, this is only for the the sort of round-robin thing. So, I mean, the rest of the playoffs would happen there. But for right. this, this thing is 80 games just for this sort of like round-robin tournament sure. to get to the second round. Sure. For, for whatever we're calling it. So yeah. that's that's like two weeks of that. I think there would be probably like most days you'd have like three or four games every day. Right. Which but I I'm saying once once it got into the, the more standard, better known playoff system, I, I think they could do more consistent games. You wouldn't have the, you know, the for me, at least the 5 p.m. game on TBS, which would be that Bucks Magic series you're talking about that no one gives a shit about. Like you said. Definitely for the round robin, every game's ma- every game matters. But then when the playoffs start in earnest, again, I, if they scheduled it correctly, there could be a game every night. Which, to your point, who knows what other sports will be happening in late July or early August, whenever this is supposed to take place. But there might still not be much going on, so this would get huge. Yeah, huge so ratings. I they want to start by like July twenty fourth, I think, and it's supposed to end by September. The, yeah. All the playoffs. Yeah, which is um, smart. I think they said it has to start by July 24th or they're going to have to consider cutting games or something. I see. Um, this is what I heard. Yeah. But yeah, I, yeah, I don't, I don't see any drawbacks to doing this. I think it would be awesome. Um, I, I mean, the thing that also screws up schedules once you get into the later rounds, you have seven games. If you have that one eight series and it only sure. lasts four or five, then the other, of course, the other side plays six. Then you get that fucking weirdo. Like I've been off for six days between series. Yeah. I mean, you won't have the travel thing, but they'll definitely have at least one day of rest between games. Yeah. Possibly. Regardless. Two. Regardless. Of course. They, they get will. more spread out the farther along you go. Right. Until you get to sort of the finals, just because of but, that weird like. But I swear, in years past, between the either Western or Eastern Conference Finals, whichever ones ended later there would sometimes be four or five days of no basketball. And it's like, you guys are killing the momentum <laughs> because, you know, I'm, I'm sure it was one of the years when it was Warriors Cavs or whatever. And it's like, I kind of don't care. I'm going to watch because I'm just a basketball fan, but I kind of yeah, don't yeah. care. And so giving me five days or four days of nothing except speculation and interviews and articles, like I'm, I'm losing interest very quickly. I need a yeah, game. Yeah, that shit gets yeah. old after a while, especially if you don't care about either team. Yeah. I mean, my team's in it. I love all that stuff. I love the yeah, in-between. Yeah. I love the interviews, you know, and I'm and I'm obviously looking forward to the games, but and I'm watching the post game presser and all that stuff. But that's not it's not very often that, that certainly for you, um, but even for me, it's not very often in the last decade that that my team is is making a deep run in the playoffs. So 
Um, so yeah, some, some interesting ideas out there. I've also heard, you know, just quick touch on other sports. Um, you know, I've heard speculation about uh, college football, you know, if it does not start on time. And I think this is going to be very state dependent, see how things go, you know, will the fans be allowed? Um, there's, you know, some speculation that they could, they could do the schedule, but there'd just be no fans, which apparently would be a loss of $1.2 billion to the power five conferences, just in ticket sales alone, a total of $4 billion. I don't know how they came up with those numbers, but anyway, yeah, it is. Um, but then I, I also heard, I was listening to a, a podcast with Chris Fowler, who is one of the uh, well-known college football announcers and analysts on ESPN. Used to host game day, does not host anymore. And he said his idea, and I, I don't think he came up with this, I think he's just heard this, is that college football could start the 2020-2021 school year season, which start in January and run from January through April. Um just because, you know, much higher likelihood of the disease being less of an issue than perhaps even a vaccine, because we've heard some good things about vaccines this past week. Um, but the idea being, or the concern being, if the NFL continues as as planned, and the NFL draft is in April, like, would a lot of college players, namely top picks, such as Clemson's quarterback Trevor Lawrence, would he not play during the season for risk of getting injured you know why play a full college football season get drafted and immediately go into nfl camp like with no time off um so again a lot of speculation and other sports have talked about similar things pushing their seasons back much like the nba is obviously having to do um the nhl has had that same conversation obviously baseball hasn't started yet they're not sure what they're going to do and and it's interesting too because you think about these outdoor sports like baseball and football you can push stuff back, but if you start having games of any kind in December, January, February in certain climates, it's not really tenable to have those games. I mean, certainly football games have been played in horrific weather in the past, and even baseball games, you know, will occasionally play in bad weather. But if it starts snowing, they cancel baseball games. And if you're the White Sox or the Cubs, and you've got a season going into November, December, January you're going to be canceling most of your home games. So there's all these things to consider that those outdoor sports have to think through um, that, you know, sports like baseball, sorry, sports like basketball and and hockey don't really have to consider, but you know, it's, it's just so up in the air because every state is different and what they're seeing from, you know, our cases going down our deaths going down. Are they going down quickly enough? When is that right time to say, and does it even matter if your state governor says, all right, we're, we're okay for crowds of 50 or more. We're okay for large sporting events. Do people even come? Are people interested? I mean, I think college football fans would because they're rabid fan bases generally, Stupid. but, but yeah, is that safe? Is that safe for the public health? I would and, not fucking go to a college football game. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to go this year either. Um, unless things change drastically, but you know, and, and obviously this bleeds into other parts of life. Like I'm, you know, thinking about going to, if you want to go to a concert or something, is that something you could do? Well, depending on the venue, maybe you could socially distance yourself. I don't know. Um, but at what point will people feel good enough to start going back to those things? And that's, that's something these major sporting, the major sporting leagues don't have to worry too much about. 
they're going to lose money regardless. But if they can, like the NBA we were talking about, if they can have their season, have their playoffs, a lot of people would feel better about it and we can move on, you know, even if there are no fans in the stands. But again, things like college football, there are these other sports that really do depend on that fan base. Um, You know, the lack of fans is going to be a real, it's just going to be weird. And even watching those NBA games. Yeah, that's going to be true of any sport though. Yeah. Wait, you're saying college sports won't be able to do it because of like they'll lose money just on the ticket sales. Those are just stats that I heard. They lose the power five conferences all combined would lose over a billion dollars just in ticket sales. That's for the whole conference though. That's for five conferences combined. Yes. Which is Hmm. still a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, but that's just on tickets. I mean, those games still be on TV. If people can't go to games there, they could easily charge more for ads. Like they could generate a shit yes. ton of money. The TV networks will still make money and, and, and things will carry on. Um, but they were just, again, I was just reading something and they were just throwing out those stats. Of, you know, this could really hurt. And, and unfortunately, as most people know, if there's a loss of a billion dollars or let's say $250 million for the ACC or the SEC or whatever, down the road, that will probably impact other sports. Goodbye. Like, women's soccer. Yeah, exactly. Like I was reading, I don't know why I read it, but it came across the scroll today. Something I was watching that Eastern or East Carolina, East Carolina in Greenville, North Carolina is dropping their men's and women's diving or swimming and tennis and something like, like they dropped four sports. And, you know, I think that I've read that and seen that for other schools as well. And it's like, that's the unfortunate part. I mean, the, you know, the athletes that, most of America knows are the star basketball players, star football players, stuff like that. But there's all these other kids that go to college and get scholarships to go to college to play these other sports. And now those are just getting flicked to the side because these major sports are going to be unable to, or they're speculating are going to be unable to make the normal revenue that they make and made in years past. So we, I mean, we've sort of talked about this before. Do those things come back? You think like, are they just getting rid of that forever? That seems weird. I mean, the 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 headline was canceled the upcoming season. Okay, so for the following not sports. like so, we're disbanding the program. I don't think, but I mean, you know, think about it. Obviously, if they're canceling a whole season, they're not going to keep the coaches on payroll. Like all those people are out of a job, presumably. You yeah, know, the diving coach, the swimming coach, all those people, and so, and and then they're not. You know, l- let's say that everything goes as well as possible, and and the next school year. They want to start it up again. Well, now you got to hire a coach. You got to start recruiting all over again. I mean, sure, those, you know, some of the younger classmen, student athletes are still on campus and they gladly go back to their sport, I assume, if they haven't already transferred. But it's hard. It's arguably much harder to start a program, restart it again, than it is to obviously just make the decision to get rid of it. So I I don't know. I don't know what it's going to look like. I think for. I'm wondering because, like, I know, like, when we we lived in Portland, I worked with a guy who played volleyball with a guy who was a, I think he was an assistant coach or became the head coach of a volleyball team, women's volleyball. Like I want to say it was like a community college. And then he became, I think an assistant coach at like a legit, sorry, I'm not trying to downplay community college, but the a <laughs> sure. NCAA school. Yeah. So like I, my point was like, I guess for some of those minor sports, like if you're the diving coach, 
I wonder if that's your full-time job anyway. I mean, you may devote way too much of your life to it, but right. I kind of doubt that's your full income. Maybe it is. I don't. I have no idea. I, I just don't expect those people get paid a shit ton of money or even a living wage to do that. Right. So I'm, that's what I'm wondering. Like, if like it's probably let's say you make twenty or thirty grand a year sure. doing that, and you have some other job that pays you something else. Um. Yeah. Like, I wonder, like, you have more time, whatever. I wonder if, if, assuming you could live on your other job income, you might be easier to come back to it than, you know what I mean? Like, this, this, the smaller sure. sports might actually be easier to recruit coaches back because they, it may not it's be a their second job. job. Yeah, I understand. And, and maybe so. I don't know. I mean, I'm, you know. It's, it's all on the fly. And by the way, I, I was starting to mention Furman, which is in Greenville where I used to live. Furman on May 18th, this is the last week, they dropped baseball and men's lacrosse. And this article says, uh, the Board of Trustees' decisions including cutting included cutting the baseball and men's lacrosse programs immediately and reducing the total number of athletic scholarships by 45 over the next five years with the reduction spread across multiple sports. So... It sounds like, and thankfully, Furman will honor the scholarships of current and incoming student athletes in baseball and men's lacrosse for the remainder of their undergraduate academic careers at Furman. Yeah, that was going to be my follow-up question. Like, if you're if you're a scholarship student, do you get fucked or like? <laughs> sounds like I Furman's trying some... not to do that, but yeah, like, it's not your fault. Of course. Well, and again, like it said, they'll help them transfer if that's what they want to do. Um, and that says also as a result of the pandemic. The value of the university's endowment dropped by more than $100 million as global economy and markets experienced downturns. Obviously, they were, you know, invested in certain things. So, again, that's just one example. I, a lot Sorry, of schools. Are I doing looked that. up on ZipRecruiter the head diving coach at Notre Dame gets paid yeah. somewhere between 30. It, this says uh, receives a salary of 30 to 40 grand a year, which, again, just out of pure curiosity, how did you select the men's diving coach at Notre Dame? I didn't. I just looked up diving coach <laughs> salary, and this is something okay. that came up. Like the yeah. head diving coach is the is a new listing at Notre Dame. Gotcha. Um, there's also Liberty University, which is not really a college. Um, isn't that the crazy Christian school? You're probably thinking of Bob Jones, but Liberty's right there with No, them. I think Liberty is also They are. They're, they're nuts. very similar. Yeah. Um, it doesn't list their salary. Hmm. Anyway, knows? I was just trying well, to do... I was trying to do... Uh, okay, an assistant... Let's see if this one has a salary. Assistant swimming coach, no longer available at Arkansas State. Hmm. Or University of Arkansas. Anyway. I thought maybe I could get a zero a, in on what the real comp. numbers were. Yeah, no, I understand. Well, and obviously, I mean, it depends. You know, is it a successful program? Have they won championships? I mean, a lot of that impacts the salary of those sorts of positions, clearly. So, yeah, um, I think there's gonna I, be a wide I just range. had no idea, like, what you might make yeah. for that. Yeah, no starting point. I understand. Um, so, anyway... I don't know where I was going with all that, but a lot of that is happening too. Oh, because we were talking about professional sports. I wanted to get the college sports perspective in there as well. Um, and of course, you know, 
silly me, hypocritical me. I was only talking about the the major sports too. Will you know cross country meets still be held? I mean, probably not. It's hard to social distance on a, on a cross country course and the fans as well. You know, oh, any of those I was going to say that feels like something that would be easiest to social distance. I well, guess. once the race starts, but at the starting line, you're all packed into. Yeah, it's true. Boxes, well, they could do. Know. Could they not do like staggered starts? No, they could do a virtual 5K though. No, they could. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking me. Um, I mean, theoretically, they could, I suppose. But what's what's the unfairness to staggering the starts? Just temperature conditions that sort of thing well conditions certainly but also i mean depending on how how they manufacture the stagger like you want to all be in there because you're not just racing it's not a time trial you're also racing other people so obviously those that start later would know what the you know the time they need to beat is so oh, give right, them an right, advantage right. but but like you said well, you start at 7 30 in the morning you, could, you have an advantage too you could limit that communication right no in today's age i don't think so well, just they're not allowed to have any devices on them. No one's allowed on the course. I mean, I suppose, but I mean, the the, the biggest difference is you, as with any running event or cycling event, like you need to be out there. You're you're racing the guy next to you. Again, it's not yeah, a time trial. I you're get not that just part. Racing the clock, you know? So it could be done, but it would just it would be a very different feel. I mean, it's, um, everything's going to be different, though. I guess is my point. Like. I mean, that is true. The world's a different place. Well, and on that so note, we, I did yeah, really quickly. The, yeah. They uh, on the ringer. They, there's an article about that group stage, and they mocked up some of the possible groups. Okay. Um, so your team, the Lakers, their group would be Lakers, Heat, Rockets, Magic, Pelicans. <sighs> that's pretty. It's pretty. <laughs> Three out of four. Group Easy. Right there. Easy. We'd win three out of four for sure. Uh, and then like, well, you play eight games, so you play all those teams twice. Okay. So like, I mean, LeBron couldn't do his usual like, coast the first game or lose the first game just to feel out the teams because no, you're not, not playing the same team. This that would be interesting. This the group I think that would probably be the the toughest is group three in here: Raptors, Celtics, Thunder, Mavericks, and Spurs. Yeah, Raptors and Celtics would be would beat each other up. Um, Thunder would be Thunder could be a tough out. If Chris Pauls hasn't played in a few months, he's rested. He's being sneaky and dirty like he always is. He's ready to yell at the refs. Yeah, that's true. Mavericks I, have solid talent. Spurs. I gotta say though, that would that would probably end the Spurs run. I, I think they're a, they're definitely well, the bottom tier. No, I'm saying if this everybody's in the playoffs in this in these groups, so that it uh, doesn't end their run. I got you. It just so basically, um, the winners of the top two. So there's eight teams. So that's how it gets to the second round. Okay. This is taking place in the first round. So the group one is the Bucks, Jazz, Sixers, Grizzlies, and Blazers. I mean, I obviously I I would hope the Blazers could make it into that top two. But if you think that's Bucks, Jazz, group. and Sixers, like that's that's tough. Like one of those teams is not going to make it to the second round. Which again, I know that happens all the time. But feels like the Jazz are overrated. And What's the Sixers, that? I said it feels like the Jazz are overrated, and the Sixers are never good in the playoffs. 
Yeah, the six, that's what that's kind of why. Like I was thinking about, it. I was like, the Blazers, I think could could beat the Grizzlies. They could probably they might be able to split with the Bucks, and they could probably mm-hmm. beat or split with the Jazz and the Sixers, just because they play the Jazz well, and the Sixers are fucking head cases. Who yeah. knows what they're gonna do? Definitely head cases. Um, so. And then Group Four would would be theoretically the Clippers, Nuggets, Pacers, Nets, and Kings. That's the group I care the less the least about, honestly. Like uh, Clippers would coast through that. Just because the Nets, the Kings. Uh, yeah, Kings. Pacers. I'm shocked the Kings are in this I'm, conversation. Uh, I mean, honestly, I'd probably be pulling for the Pacers out of that group. <laughs> Do <laughs> I have cause... to pull for someone in that group? Uh, you don't have to. Okay, good. <laughs> Choose not to. I assume the Clippers would be pretty solid. I guess the Clippers and the Nuggets, they feel like clear favorites over the other two. Much more so, like, the other ones, like, again, like the Lakers, Heat, Rockets, Magic, and Pelicans, I feel like it would probably be the Lakers and the Rockets out of that, but I could yeah. easily see the Heat. The Heat could be the wild card. Getting in there, sure. or even the Pelicans if, like, Zion no. goes crazy. No. I love Zion, think so? but no, no. I've seen several. But he doesn't have to beat the Lakers. He just has to be better than some like, of the other teams. I Russ understand. melts down. James Harden takes. Well, that's likely. Twenty-seven ill-advised threes. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I, I just, man, I I hope they do this. I think it'd be fucking awesome. Is there in the, in, in the podcast you listen to or whatever? Is there any talk on when they might make a decision on this? Like, has Adam Silver said anything? Uh, I mean, I think they'll be deciding in the next few days, week. Yeah. Just because, like I said, they want to get started. I think Miami. I think they said that has to start by the um, the twenty fourth of July. So right. they got to get everybody to Disney World, assuming that's where they do it, and that's what they're talking about. Um, they're gonna have, I think they said two weeks of like a training camp thing yeah. and then like two weeks of warm-up games or games Scrimmages. regular season games oh, okay. so if that's so we say that's a month i guess we have another month to kind of decide so barely but get everybody there you know yeah. i mean they'll have to decide i'd say in the next two weeks yeah well that'll be exciting if that happens I think something's going to happen at Disney. I don't know if that thing we spent 30 minutes talking about tonight will happen, but I think something will happen at Disney. Games will be played at Disney. There will be a champion crown this year in the NBA at Disney. It's just a matter of how they get to that point. Ha ha, here's your crown. Jesus Christ. All right, on that note, Sometimes one I final thing for the night, and then we're going to let, we're going to mercilessly, mercifully rather, let our listeners go. Uh, someone made a comment on a picture that I saw of you. Hang on, let me back up a second. Your wife posted a picture of you taking a nap. No, no, that was not a nap. That was us sleeping. Okay. Because I saw it around 5 p.m. today, and I looked on Instagram and it said seven hours ago, and I did the math. That meant right at noon. I was like, is he taking a noontime nap? (laughs) No, the photo was taken at like 7.30 this morning or something. Okay, she just didn't post it till noon. Yeah, That's good. I thought that later would be the case, but later, Graham. Gotcha. Um, but someone commented on your hair, 
that you were letting your hair grow. And I, I feel like we talked about this a week or two ago, but. No, someone said, is Todd growing full neck beard? Because in the photo, it looks oh. like the angle of the photo looks like I have a very long beard, I think. Or it looks like I have more of a neck beard. I Not see. going full neck beard. It just, it was a weird angle. Okay. Um, so it's just your chin and I'm not, pushed out. I'm not really growing out my hair. I just haven't cut it. I th- actually, I've cut it once. I'm not actively growing it out. I'm just also not actively cutting it because I You're just being to. lazy, though, because you cut your own hair, so there's no excuse. A lot yeah, of people yeah, say, I like, can't get to the barber. No, it's not a barber thing. I just... Okay. You just haven't done it. Haven't cut it. Yeah, fair enough. I, too, have not shaved since quarantine began, as we've discussed on the pod. And I do yeah, like disgusting neckbeard. Yesterday, I was like, ah, man, I got to take the clippers to this thing. It's driving me fucking crazy. But I haven't done it yet. I'm kind of enjoying it. We're actually, um, I'm going into work next week for one day. We're still working from home through June. But we can we're, go in if we, we are want. working from home until September. Holy shit. That's crazy. Um, and we might go that far, but but you can go in if you want. So myself and some of my team members are like, let's just all go in on Wednesday because most of us have offices and we can socially distance. And so um, we're all going to go in. It's going to be exciting. Get back on the bike. I'm happy about that. So we'll see. We'll see if I bring home COVID. Just kidding. Um, So anyway, okay. I think that's it. Anything else? Anything else on your mind? No, I'm trying to order my Ikea furniture. It says we've received maximum order capacity for the day. There's no fucking way. At 12.06? It's impossible. No way. Wait, so you can't get anything because of that? Because all they're doing is curbside pickup? Uh, yeah, you can't. Well, you can yeah. ship it to yourself. Yeah. But, that's but you not... want to pick it up. That's ridiculous. I have to give them a call tomorrow and say I was literally on two minutes after midnight and there was nothing available. How is this possible? Two minutes to midnight. Not only do I not have any fucking idea what you're singing, but no one else does either. So that's uh, the maiden. Everybody knows what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, Iron Maiden. Okay. I don't know. Maybe they do, but I doubt it. We're gonna call it a pod right there. Um, got a lot done. Got a lot done. Talked about exercising. Had some NBA. Some sibling dribblings. Hadn't done that in a while. Sibling dribblings. And priced out uh, rocks from the local quarry. Very Maryland conversation to have. Maryland. So Maryland. Um, thanks for listening. Check us out on the Instagram and the Twitters at the underscore bro underscore pod. Hit us up with an email, the network at gmail.com with any questions or requests you might have. Or if you'd like to call into the show, we should do that. Have some people call in. That could be exciting. Um, but yeah, that's where you find us. You know where to find us. Facebook, all, all the places. We're all over the internet. The interwebs. So check us out. Uh, and let us know. Rate, review, subscribe, be a friend, be a pal, do whatever it is you gotta do. Thanks as always for listening. And until next week, everybody. Peace!